Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... So I think we need to aim fundamentally to transform the dynamics of our economies. And there's a great opportunity right now to create economies that are distributive by design and regenerative by design. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 286 of Impact Boom. My name is Indio Miles and I'm passionate about communicating the initiatives and enterprises causing sustainable and positive change globally. Today we're speaking with Carlotta Sanz. Carlotta Sanz is the co-founder of Donut Economics, Action Lab, Deal and Deal's strategic lead. Rolva combines her background in corporate management consultancy with her passion for regenerative economics. Her work focuses on enabling the concepts of donut economics to be turned into transformative practice while ensuring they spread wide and with integrity. From 2017 to 2019, Carlotta was the co-director of Economy for the Common Good UK, an international social movement promoting new economics during which time she co-designed ECG UK startup strategy and led the design of individual and business membership programs. She continues to be a member of ECG International's Knowledge Hub, which continually refines ECG standards for business accreditation and transformation. Prior to this, she worked as a management consultant in the financial sector and studied economic transformation at Schumacher College in the UK. Carlotta, thank you very much for joining us today. I'm very excited to be speaking with you. Hi, Indy. It's lovely to be here with everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. And Carlotta, to start off, could you please share a bit about your background and what led to your work in the donut economy? Sure. Well, I studied economics in Madrid and I worked actually for my first 10 years as a business consultant within the financial sector. There's just a moment, especially when the financial crisis in 2008 was hitting hard, where I, I just became extremely disillusioned with what I was seeing and with the system that was clearly not working. And I was seeing that so close to me. So the, the financial crisis hit really hard Spain at that point. I started just questioning everything that I had learned at university and also while, while I was working in the corporate world. I just realized that if I wanted to change things, then I, I wanted to be part of creating the new. For me, a big milestone was actually to quit my job in the corporate world mm -hmm. five years ago because this really allowed me to fully get immersed in, in the ideas of new economic thinking and practice. I became really active in different movements, in different initiatives. I, I was a very active member of Economy for the Common Good, as you just mentioned. In 2008, I went to Schumacher College in the UK. And his, this is a place that really gave me the opportunity to explore and study these new ideas. And more importantly, to meet those change makers and thinkers all over the world who were also committed to doing similar things. 
It's here where I meet Kate Rayworth, my colleague, friend, and co-pilot. She's the author of Donut Economics, Seven Ways to Think Like a 21st Century Economist. By that time, a huge fan of her work. Mm. And I think that I met her at a critical moment where the ideas of the book were really ready to jump out of the page and be put into, into action, into practice. We really very quickly realized that we were sharing a vision on how we might want to make this happen. We came together and we co-founded Donut Economics Action Lab. And since then, I've been pretty much immersed in, in imagining, designing, bringing to life this project. It's just been an incredible journey also of exploring what does it really mean to turn a radical idea like the donut into transformative action. It's been a journey from uh, what I like to call the dark side to actually putting my energy into really bringing about the change that we need in the world. Such an amazing background that you have there, Carlotta. Thank you very much for sharing that. And you just touched on it at the end there about donut economics and the principles of donut economics have just shaped and influenced the concepts that countless social entrepreneurs have created. So for our audience, what is the theory of donut economics? And this may be hard, but in a nutshell. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> so the starting point of Donut Economics is that we need a new vision for the 21st century. And funny as it sounds, we offer this vision in the shape of the donuts. Let's think of the donut as a compass for human prosperity in the 21st century, where the aim is to meet the needs of all people within the means of the living planet. The donut consists of two concentric rings, a social foundation to ensure that no one is left falling short on the essentials of life. So no one is falling short on water, food, health, education, housing. But at the same time, it's got an ecological ceiling to ensure that humanity does not collectively overshoot the planetary boundaries that protect Earth's life supporting systems. And so between these two sets of boundaries lies a donut-shaped space that is both ecologically safe and socially just. So it's a space in which humanity can thrive. If this is the goal, we also need to, to think what is the new economic mindset that takes us there. So we, Donut Economics asks us to think about the big picture and recognize that the economy is embedded within and dependent upon society and, and the living world, and that we need to transform today's degenerative economies into regenerative ones and divisive economies, turn them into more distributive ones. Lastly, I think that Donut Economics also recognizes that growth is a healthy phase of life but nothing grows forever. Things that succeed do so by growing until it's time to grow up and thrive instead. For us, it's really important to think of ourselves like being agnostic to growth. And we need economies that are thriving independently of, of whether they are growing or not. Uh, I hope I've done a, a bit of a summary of it. And, and I'm, I'm very happy to go deep if, if, if needed later in the conversation. It's an amazing framework. And you're going to get some more opportunities to talk about it within this interview. View, but just such a great summary of that massive theory. And Carlotta, you are the co-founder of Deal, which is the institution helping entrepreneurs directly to apply donut economic principles to spark transformative action. What activities and programs are facilitated by Deal? And importantly, what are some actions impact-led individuals can take now to transform our systems? Deal works with changemakers in communities, education, cities, business, national governments, 
to work with them in turning the ideas into action. It's important to understand our name. The name is very intentional. We are about action and we're about learning uh, with and from others through experiment. What does it mean to co-create this new economy? Our main focus is precisely to work with these pioneers in co-creating tools and methodologies that turn the ideas of donor economics into action and to make visible those stories of people who are doing it. At the heart of our work lies the community platform, which is a space for this emerging community of practitioners to connect, learn, and, and be inspired. This platform is containing open access tools and stories created both by the DEAL team and by members of the DEAL community. On the one hand, the tools seek to equip everyone who wants to put these concepts into practice. And on the other hand, stories of how other people are adapting these ideas and turning them into practice in their context inspire others. And making visible these stories, it's for us and for DEAL key, the work that we do. We think that people are very often inspired by others, just like themselves, that are doing things that maybe you, you think that it were they were not possible, but just by seeing them or seeing may, being made by others, you just jump and do themselves. So we're seeing mayors being inspired by other mayors, teachers being inspired by teachers, community organizers being inspired by other community organizers that are taking these concepts into their work. We've been working a lot in the space of place and cities for, for the past um, year. So we co-created a framework to downscale the donut to a city level. Amsterdam was the first city to apply it and to embrace publicly that they would use the donut as their conceptual framework to transform the city. We've made this methodology public in our platform, explaining precisely how Amsterdam and how we did it initially, so that other places can pick it up and, and adapt it for themselves. Again, what we're seeing is that the inspiration between some places and others is just incredibly powerful. There's already towns and cities around the world that have just followed the example of Amsterdam and are creating their own methodology and their own adaptation, and not only in cities, but at different scales. So we're seeing neighborhoods, for instance, in Birmingham, regions or nations, Costa Rica, Curaçao, their initiatives working with this methodology, not only led by governments or policy officials, but also, we're seeing an emerging energy of self-organizing groups uh, of individuals that have chosen to just come together and start putting these ideas into action in their own place and start exploring what does it mean for their own context. A lot of the work that we do really, it's about supporting all these places and cities that want to engage with the concepts. And, and we continue to iterate and learn from the practice out there so that this can be put in, in practice by other change makers worldwide. And you mentioned individual, individual action. And so I, I really like to remember the work of brilliant system thinker Donella Meadows here, because she says that if we want to change the system, we need to change the paradigm. I think it's really important that we put our energy in bringing this new paradigm into people's minds. And this can be made in many ways. And it's starting simply by having a conversation, for instance, or just questioning many of the things that we've learned, especially regarding our economic system. I think that just having conversations, joining groups, collectives that are seeking this type of change is something that people can just do right now. And more practically, if you're interested in what I've just shared, of course, join the DEAL community. There's a lot of people there to connect and to get inspired from that are doing just um, amazing things.
I'm sure people will be joining left, right and centre after hearing that summary of all the work that dealers are doing. Thank you so much for sharing that with our audience, Carlotta. So I just want to now talk to you and ask for a comment on the broader social impact community. So where do you see opportunities globally for the impact space to expand and effectively address broader social issues over the next five years? I think there's a huge opportunity actually in strengthening and deepening what we consider impact and to really be ambitious about the worlds that we want to have in the future. I think we need to aim fundamentally to transform the dynamics of our economies. And there's a great opportunity right now to create economies that are distributive and regenerative by design. I've mentioned this very briefly before, mm. and I wanted to draw on this to, to what I think really is the, the opportunity that we have to go one step beyond so regenerative by design, I think we've inherited degenerative industrial systems that um, take Earth's materials, make them into stuff. We use them for a while and then we throw them away. Mm. And, and this linear take, make, use, lose dynamic is what's pushing us over planetary boundaries. I think there's a great opportunity that we have to actually turn this system into a regenerative cyclical system by design where we are using far more carefully, creatively and collectively so that we can live with and within the cycles of the living world. It's about using the resources in a much more careful and collective way. So I think this is going to be key. The second one, which is they both go together, we need to create economies and dynamics that are distributed by design. We have inherited in the 20th century economies that have been designed through technology, through regulation, in a way that tends to concentrate value and opportunity in the hands of a few. This is why in the last decade, we're also seeing the number of billionaires in the world going from a thousand to two thousand people because opportunity and value, it's being concentrated in the very, very richest of hands. Mm -hmm. And these patterns are being replicated. So what we need is societies that are distributed by design so that the opportunity and value is shared far more equitably with all in society who have co-created it. I think that these are big concepts and and, and big ambitious, but we have a unique opportunity at this moment to really embrace them and make it real if we really want to have a chance of live in that space that the donuts proposes. And really critical observations that you've just made on a variety of issues there. And we're moving towards the end of our interview now, and I've just got two questions left. And the first one I want to ask about, now that we're talking about that global community, what inspiring projects or initiatives have you come across recently, which are creating a positive social change? I'm going to speak about three, and of course there's many. So mm -hmm. Civic Square in Birmingham, definitely. They are a locally grounded example laid by the community. They are working to reframe, reimagine, rebuild the 21st century neighborhoods with and together with neighbors and residents. A lot of the work that they're doing is about rethinking and remaking what good infrastructure might look like and to reimagine what community participation um, might look like. I think they're really going beyond. We're working with them also in turning the concepts of donut economics at a neighborhood level. They are applying it really deep in the way they are designing this neighborhood in Birmingham, but also in the way they are designing themselves um, as an organization. It's it's really, truly inspiring the work that they're doing. We have a story uh, about them in our platform. So uh, I really invite people to, to check them out. Mm. 
I'm going to mention Preston in the UK as a powerful example of how local government is using their power of procurement to actually build the fabric and web of local businesses and enterprises within the community. I think it's a great example of how you can use budgets, city administration, hospitals, schools, to the museums to really enrich that local economic activity in a way that really distributes ownership of businesses in the place. Finally, I'm going to bring a business example, a social enterprise. I'm a big fan. It's Last Forest in India. It was set up to pioneer sustainable living choices by connecting indigenous producers with the market. They focus on market opportunities for producer groups and communities that are working on forest and agriculture produce, which are natural, wild, local. What I find really interesting is they're not only transforming products or services, but they're also transforming the way they're designing themselves as an organization. All profits are reinvested in, in the business with a focus, of course, on growing social impact or invested into other social impact projects or distributed among producers and staff. I think they're also going one step beyond and really thinking internally what these concepts of being distributive by design means, for instance. I just think also that the sheer energy and take up of these ideas, it's, it's really inspiring. We're seeing people all over the world getting inspired by each other and, and making really amazing things happen. And I think this is key to what's to happen in the next years, I think. It's definitely a beautiful movement and some great mentions that you've just made there. So finally, Carlotta, what books or resources would you recommend to our listeners? I'm going to say four. One of them is a bit cheating because I've been speaking about it all the time. So it's Donut <laughs> Economics, uh, Seven Ways to Think Like a 21st Century Economist by Kate Raworth. Small is Beautiful is the second one by Ernst Schumacher. It was written in the 70s and I think it's probably the first great book about rethinking economics. He was one of the first modern economists to really reclaim economics for people and for the planet. I think it's been a crucial inspiration to the current movement of new economic thinking and practice that we're seeing right now in the world. So that's the second one. And then I would say Thinking in Systems by Donella Meadows. This is the classic system thinking book, which really helps you think and reflect about what does it mean to intervene in a system when you're trying to really change and transform a system, what is the most effective place for you to be intervening? This has really inspired Deal and helped contextualize a lot of the work that we're doing. Lastly, I would say The Framework of Three Horizons by Bill Sharp. We are big fans in a deal of this framework. It's a framework that invites you to ask yourself when you're putting a disruptive idea out there in the world, like the donut, for example, then how do we make sure that it does get harnessed to bring about that new economy that we want to create rather than being captured and co-opted by the old economy and the old system that we're trying to bring about. This is also really been crucial to the work that we're doing because at Deal, we are 
putting ideas out there in the comments and we are inviting people to take them up and make them their own with a lot of openness but of course we need to make sure that they're not co-opted or greenwashed and so for us the balance between openness and integrity it's it's always been very important in how we're designing ourselves this framework has been incredibly inspiring and, and i know that many people love it when they see it if you want to know a bit more about this framework then the book of uh, transformative innovation from Graham Lester talks about the framework very much in detail. I, yeah, I definitely invite you to, to check it out as well. There are some great reads that you've just plugged there. And all of those books and all of those enterprises that you've just mentioned in our interview will be linked at the end of the article. So whether we've listened to the podcast or someone's read through the article, they'll be able to click on through to all of those organizations and books and find out more. So we've just reached the end of our interview, Carlotta. And I just want to say on behalf of Impact Boom, thank you so much for making the time to share your generous insights with our audience. The work that you're doing with Deal and in the space of donut economics is really influential and just amazing. And I wish you all the best in the future. And I can't wait to see what you do. Yeah, thank you. Again, thank you for having me. It's been a real pleasure talking to you, India. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.